Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Jablers, it's it's your favorite time of year. What's that? Now, guys, we know what a diehard sports fan you are. I mean, unparalleled, <sighs> unmatched. I would say unmatched. You can't come. You can't. You're a real Linda Cohn, is what you are. You know. Mm-hmm. And I know who that is too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like, a real that's how good Hannah Storm is really who yep. you are. I know who both those people are. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, NBA season is is upon us. Mm. It seems early this year. Uh, it does. It, usually, it starts around Halloween. Now they're, I mean, they're really fucking ratcheting this thing up. Um, so I mean, you've got college football now, NBA, NFL, baseball playoffs. I mean, I, my head is exploding with excitement. Oh man, it I is, can't contain it. It's the best time. It's the best time of the year. It mm-hmm. really is the best time of the year, mm-hmm. especially with with all of the moves that happen in the NBA over the summer. Uh huh. Oh, the fucking drama, the pageantry, the whole fucking shit. Right. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. Which, and I know you love it because that means every single night there's a game on. Or three. I know. I just, I'm so, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. No break, no reprieve. That's so great. Imagine if all of the the real housewives of every city were on at the exact same time. You wouldn't even know what to do. You'd be like, oh my God, do do I flip to New Jersey or Miami or Beverly Hills or Orange County? Mm-hmm. Where do I go? There's there's just fucking housewives everywhere. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how great it is. It kind of feels like that already, but yeah. Is that is that is that? I don't know that world very well. Kind of, yeah. Uh, they, and then they overlap it's on, and all like, that shit. We, and it's there's every every day there's a different housewife marathon going. You on. know who popped up on Zillow the other day? Who? Frederick. 
Uh, the, oh. the guy from uh, what's the name of that show? For the the million East... dollar list. Yeah, yeah, New York. Uh, I think it's the only thing that guys can stand to watch on Bravo. His head popped up on the really? New, the New York City listing on Zillow, and it was like like right in the middle of the page where you're looking at places, and you're like, whoa, what the right. fuck? Also, why what are the you fuck? Why are you looking at places? I told you, I told you uh, a few episodes ago. I was like, I was gunning through some some New York brownstone listings of where, uh, I, where I used to live. By got it, got it, got just it. Just to see how crazy the real estate has gotten. Okay, because the real estate in New York has gotten New York in in L. A. Not that it always hasn't been high, but it is at levels that it's like, what the fuck, man? I mean, it's it's above and beyond anything I've ever seen. Um, Little Frederick, and it like to put it in a comparison. I looked up an old director's that I, I, I worked for many years ago. I looked up his house because um, he bought it uh, down in the the Manhattan Beach area uh, around two thousand two thousand one, and I remember what he bought it for. And I looked it up, and it is tr- it is tripled since two thousand one. Holy shit! Yeah, and I'm like fucking a, because I was wondering. I was like, man, he hasn't done anything in a while. And and uh, now I know why. Like it just really doesn't matter. He's good. Yeah. Good. because it's one of those places where it's you know, if you love L.A. and you love the beach and all that stuff, like, um, he's like you're set. Like you you're not selling that house. No. Um, it's a it's a great house to live in, and and uh, there was enough like space in the back that you could add on to. So it's like shit. You know, you, you you'd sell it and probably retire to the East Coast someday. You know, right, sure. Um, but you know, a couple kids and all that stuff. You ride it out, and yeah, shit. You live in Manhattan Beach in in L.A. and it's amazing. And you got in before when it was kind of like hippie surfer ish, like yeah, that area it wasn't super nice, which that, is that how area. people were able to get in. It's almost like Playa Vista. I feel like is the new yeah. I look, I I've always loved Manhattan Beach. Um, always been a huge fan of that that area. Uh, there, that there's a Mexican joint there called Panchos. Um, it's called Panchos, but I call I call it, okay. it, it Panchos. Like, um, it's P A N C H O S, and I, I've always called it Panchos. Let's go to Panchos. They have this uh, artichoke dip. That's uh, greatest goddamn thing I've ever had in my life. Really? And I... it, yes, and it was worth the drive. Like it was, it's so good. It was worth the drive from Hollywood. Where look, because if you're going to Manhattan Beach, you you can forget about the rest of your day, obviously. You're you're gonna have to be staying down there. Yeah, um, it's a good hour with traffic from Hollywood, and uh, yeah, it was worth the drive. So we'd go down there, rock the fuck out of their tacos, rock the fuck out of this artichoke slash queso dip. Um, but it was mm. spicy, and it was god damn it, it was it was delightful. And they were one of the first restaurants to have uh, rock karaoke where a band plays instead of like the oh that's sweet the shitty music yeah. So, but I mean, you had to, you had to get there like right when it started and you could, you could count on like a two, three hour wait to sing a song. Oh, for sure. If there's a real band. Yeah. But you were singing with a band and it was like, oh shit. And artichoke dip. Yeah. I mean. This is on. Strong Margs. What up, girl? That sounds so good right now. All of that. I know. There's uh, uh, our favorite joint on Sunset, El Compadre. So I'm going to be there. Be in the city of angels. Mm-hmm. I might have to pop on down to uh, El Compadre and get my beak wet one night. Mm-hmm. Um, beep 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 beep. Nice for you. Beep beep beep. Oh, so, and I got to work ninety hours, but you know, but I do want to get my beak wet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, after work. So 
Sure. Um, you know, I just want to <laughs> dip my beak in. Boom. Get oh. a little get a little tequila on it on that beak. I love El Compadre. I do too. I do too. It's it's a lot of people a lot of people ask. I, I there was a couple that I, I saw when I took uh Jax to get ice cream the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were from Los Angeles. And they were like, What do you what do you miss about LA being here in Wilmington? We just moved from from Right where, and they were and I was like, you know, not I was like, not too much, really at all. Like the beaches are gorgeous here. Fucking people are awesome. Like some traffic, everything's awesome. And the the guy looks at me and he goes, "There's only one thing I would change, and that's sure. the that's the restaurants." And I was like, "Yeah," because oh L- L- LA of did. Course. LA's got arguably the best Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, I enjoy. Uh, I, I've look. I've been to El Paso. I've been everywhere in Texas. New Mexico, shit. I mean, we've talked the, the story about me crapping my pants at uh right. in Roswell, New Mexico. What about is legendary. Mexico? I've been to Mexico and I don't like their Mexican food. There. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like. It's too autentico for you. I don't like. Not it, man. enough lard. It's just, it doesn't have any fucking taste. That's mm-hmm. that's basically what it is. It's like great. We this may or may not be, you know, a cat. And uh, there's no seasoning on it. Sure. And then it's just, it's it's too dry, like bone dry. Mm. Bone dry. Um, tortillas wrapped up together on top of each other. Because, you know, the, the first one's too thin. The shit would just fall right through it. Right. And then you got, you know, a couple sprinkles of onions, a couple sprinkles of tomato. Uh, sir? You know? Senor? Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, what, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm just eating. You, you might as well have stuffed um, some hamburger helper in a fucking toilet paper tube and then just given that to me. Like, that's how bone dry it is. Bone dry. Bone dry. That's, uh, that's, that's an old uh, reference from There Will Be Blood. Um, I like <laughs> steak. Bone dry. Bone dry. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I I don't get down on the whole like the the authentico Mexican where it's just like it's too plain, it's too flavorless for me. But so I mean, you like a Tex Mex? I like I like sour cream. Mm. Well, I like I like the new the new taco joint that that opened up. You're uh, a gr- like, you're a gringo. Carolina Beach. I like yeah, I like Nollies, and they have a they have a taco called the Gringo, which is cheese, sour cream, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, the whole shit, and that's my jam. Like. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like my tacos to be Americanized. Sure. Um, so, you know. Listen. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I, look, I, I have the same taste in tacos as I do in, the same belief in tacos as I do in immigration, where it's just like, right. let's, let's Americanize it. Let's come over here. And then we're all about it. Yeah. And then let's do it. Let's make it here. Let's throw some seasoning on it. And, sure. you know. Um, we'll start from with with what you had, but we're gonna we're gonna spice this up, make it American, you know. Yeah. Um. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of of that style of tacos, and I'll never forget it, El Compadre, when I went in the first time and I said, I won't. I will, oh, can I have some sour cream? And they were like, What? I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check and see if mm-hmm. we, if we have it. And I was like, What the fuck off? Of course you have it. And enough, like we went in a million times, and like we brought other people and all this shit. And so, like, I'm not gonna say we started getting sour cream up in that motherfucker. I wouldn't. But I wouldn't it was say probably it. us. Yeah, big it was restaurant. Probably us. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people in and out of there. Eh, 
I'd say it was Lots probably me. Lots of people in and out. Probably so, me. It's a hot spot, I would yeah. say, in Los Angeles. We're not we're not talking small town probably Mexican me. joint. Eh, probably me. Because mm-hmm. I lived on that block for, sure. say, three or four years. So we went there a lot because it was mm-hmm. walking distance. So we used to walk there. And uh, they have these flaming, mar- for those who haven't been there, they have these flaming margaritas. They come out, they're lit on fire. And that that is not the only thing that is lit in that restaurant because those fucking margs are welcome to the Terra Dome. Come on down. Like they're, they are Chuck D margaritas. They are public enemy margaritas. We are like, Oh fuck. I mean, you're stumbling out the door and nothing really gets me fucked up like that. Like I can't, you know, I can't name another thing where it's just like, Oh yeah, there's a good shot. I'll leave with a buzz tonight. Mm -hmm. But those margs, Good night. The Cadillac margaritas? Forget it. That's the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's the new world. That's the new world. And the first, uh, we we shot a movie, 50K and a Call Girl, and I got a a couple tattoos, and then we went there afterwards and crushed those margaritas. Remember that? So good. Boy, because I was like, dude, as soon as we get out of this chair, we're we're going over there and getting some margs, and uh, everybody got, I think everybody got a house that night. Yeah. Everybody we were working with, and they, they weren't familiar with the, the, the flaming margaritas. And it was oh, just yeah. I think we had a band to the table, some mariachi. Yeah. Because uh, there's a full, every night there's a mariachi band in there. Oh, every single night. Best. So, best. yeah, might have to get my, my beak wet. Um, grab a couple of margs. Ah, <laughs> uh, you hate it. You hate it. But you hate that I'm gonna get my beak wet and have a couple margs. Yeah, I hate that you're gonna go to a good restaurant. Like I'm fucking pissed. Oh, pissed, pissed. No one loves a good night out. Time for our anniversary, and we'll we'll go to a nice restaurant. Then you're picking it out. Will you be home in time? Uh, You'll be a little bit late. I might be a little bit late. I might be a few hours late. Yeah, Um, that's true. Just a few hours. What a fucking weird day, man. With this shit, Uh, I'm editing a movie. Just about to finish it, I get an I get a call at the nth hour that a, a song dropped out, and boy, I, I mean I'm literally fucking thirty six hours from locking picture, and it, people don't realize they're like, oh, fucking who cares? Throw, change it. Throw another yeah. song in there. Mm. No bigs. No. Not only does it change the edits, because the speed of it, like you want to time up the song with the edit itself. So now the editor's got to recut an entire scene. I have to then take that scene to the colorist, and it's like three minutes. It's like th- I think three minutes and twenty seconds, mm-hmm. which is no fucking joke. So then I've got to I've got to recut. I've got to pull that scene out of the movie, ship it off to the colorist. He's got to fucking recolor it. I've got to take the sound mix, rip that song out of there, put the new one in, export out a new timeline for that. Um, it it was a real fuck all tonight, where I just. Come to say I hate you. Are you saying what happened with it, or you're just? No, I'm not going to say what happened with it. But what I will say is this: there is, there is some artists who, there's a lot of talented people in the world, Um, actors, musicians, and whatnots. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you can go to painters, all that other shit. Creatives, creative types. There's a lot of talented creative types out there, and a lot of times. You know, you'll see people who can't get out of their own way and fuck shit up for themselves. Sabotage. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Be it exposure or they overthink things. And and it's 
you know, it goes down to small people that you've never heard of. And it goes to big artists like like take Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've told that story on the, on this podcast, but, you know, I picked off his entire production team after he had his meltdown, went mm-hmm. to Africa and quit that $50 million deal for Comedy Central. And I asked everybody, because I, I thought it was drugs. And I was like, it's got to be drugs, right? And they were like, no. He just started thinking about every joke and what it meant to people and the black community and everything else. And he just, he, he broke. Like he had a mental break and left and whatever. And he was just overthinking it is all he was doing. He was just overthinking his writing and how genius he was and like other shit started to And creep. trying to please everybody. You get into yeah. these things where yeah. you get a bunch of, when you start getting tweets and people commenting on your stuff. Um, after a while you start being like, okay, well, but that might piss this person off, but then I don't want to da 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 and I don't want to get a bunch of shit about this. And once the second that you start caring about that, yeah, so when creatively you're done, I get, I get a call and, uh, from this manager and this musician wanted his track pulled at the nth hour. Um, cause he was worried about, you know, what his kids would think of the, the project or some fucking weird thing. And the exposure of it, it w- would have been I mean, massive. massive. And he's not massive. He's not a famous artist. Like, Mm-mm. and he's trying to support a family. And it's like, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Trying to support a family. Yep. And I don't, uh, I don't get it. Um, you know, cause there's look, man, there is no, I've never met a rich artist who's alive. Have you a rich artist artist in, and when I say artist, I, I'm going to, that's all encompassing. I'm going to say mu- music, actor, uh, painters, like, I don't know, fucking poets. Like, I've never met a rich artist who is alive. The artists who were artists, were true artists, who's, you know, were indie and stuck to their own, mm. um, usually died, you know? And then their work exploded later on in life. Um, I, have, I have yet to meet somebody uh actor musician who's you know done it on their way without anybody's help and and gotten rich off of it i mm-hmm. guess maybe chance the rapper i guess is the best yeah best shot at that but like that's one in a you know fucking 500 million mm-hmm. um it's so rare you you need help and you need exposure yeah uh, myself included like shit i, I you know I, i've never really turned down shit because it's, you know, you need the exposure and everything else. There was one time where I thought uh, the Dumb and Dumber prequel, where I refused to go in it because I love Jim Carrey that much, and they kept calling. And that was, it's about the only thing I can say I really fucking refused to go in for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but at that point, you know, I'd done a bunch of stuff and, and I felt confident in where my career was going and things like that. Whereas, you know, this person never i don't know if anybody will hear of them and like on this album it's the only song that could possibly be a hit there's no other hits on it and right. uh you know that it's it was a weird it's a weird set of circumstances i've i've had other circumstances where um artists knew they were going to be huge and like i don't that i don't, I don't take away from them uh, if you remember 50k and a call girl uh, a love story which is obviously the movie that, that Jesse and i met on um I had tried to get the the song Tonight by Fun. Uh, do you remember and that? And it was before it had like It was broken. Fuck, I was eight, nine months before that song had even hit the radio. 
No one had heard it yet. And a buddy of mine, uh, Brandon, Brandon, who was on the show, Brandon Von Figlio, huge music video producer, uh, was a big fan of this band, and he had an underground fucking burnt CD from. That was like the soundtrack, whether it got in the movie or not. It was the soundtrack for us. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah, crew for sure. and like partying and that. So we listened that to that. Trip. We listened I mean, to fun the whole fucking trip and like tonight. That song, like just in the car or like for anything, like that's that is the soundtrack for that movie. So and this is the only time this has happened to me was. I, you know, we hadn't even shot the film, and I tried to buy the rights. I knew that was going to be the trailer song. Oh, for sure. I knew that was going to be the the heart that song of the movie for sure. And I tried to buy the rights nine months, eight nine months before it hit the radio. And I'll never forget. I called and uh, I said, "Hey, you know, I want this. I want this fucking song." And the guy's like, "Okay, uh, you know." It's it's kind of it's it, it it's been licensed for something else, but it you know might not go through and whatever. And I was like, great. I was like, uh, how much do you want? Um, and they were like, well, you know, come with your best offer. And people always do that. Come with your best offer, mm. you know, because they're trying to get a number out of you. So and weird. I was like, uh, and we were an independent film, so we didn't have much money. I was like, right. I, I think I started off with like two grand. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, no. Mm. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. But I knew I love that song so much tonight by Fun that I was like, all right, five. $5,000. And they were like, sorry, no. that's not going to do it. I was like, really? I was like, man, have you, I was like, forgive me. Do you guys have a, like any, any songs out? No, no, no. But this album's about to come out. And I was like, all right. And I was like, there, I was like a label, like a major label. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, well, all right. All right. Major label album. Uh, all, right, all right. Fuck it. $10,000. And he was like, I'm really sorry. That's not, that's not going to do it. And I was like, Really? Oh my god! And he goes, yeah, you know, I'm not sure if this other thing is gonna come come through or not, but like, it's got to be something. It's gonna have to be something big. And I go, fuck it, twenty thousand dollars. I'm never, like, never paid that at that point in my career for a song for one of my films. But I believed in it that much that mm-hmm. I was like twenty thousand dollars. And the guy was like, all right, I I think I think we can do that. I think we can do that. Let me take this back. That, that other show like I don't I, you know the, the other gig that's gonna do it and I was like I don't think they're gonna take it so you might you might have it for 20 20 grand I might be able to do it and like at the time I was excited I was like oh shit I felt like I'd gotten something you know right but then you know it starts to creep in your mind like shit did I just get had for you know like now I'm excited for for overpaying for a song from an unknown man no that's way, dude. like nine months on the way out and I, I was like but I believed in it that much that I was like fuck it i i i need this i need this at twenty thousand dollars and he comes back and he goes um i'm sorry but that offer is is not near the other thing that wants to buy this and the other thing is bigger than yours and i was like all right cool man at this point i've called you like five fucking times can you just tell me what what the offer is so at least i like give me a ballpark of where where i'm at Mm -hmm. he's like a hundred thousand dollars and i was like uh what I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, man. And I was like, what What the fuck is it for? I was like, did, 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 did a commercial buy it out forever? Mm-hmm. Like Apple. I thought it yeah. was like maybe an iPhone commercial or like yeah. a, an the iPod thing commercial. I could think That's of. what I thought. And I was like, "What is it that? And he's like, man, I'm sorry we signed an NDA. I can't say what it is. It's big, but I just can't say what it is. And I was like, all right, fuck it. We shot the movie, came back, you know, 
fucking five, six months later, I'm in post-production or whatever. And uh, I get a call from Brandon and he goes, hey, man, did you watch the Glee finale by any chance? Oh, And I was like, no, why? And they were like, it's tonight by fun. The whole fucking, they did the whole song and dance. They rehearsed the, you know, it was like a four minute piece of like songs, dancing, set building all around this fucking song. And then it exploded. And then I saw it, what, uh, two months later in the, in a commercial, a car commercial. Oh, it's, and then it was just, it was over with after that. And it was just like, holy shit. Um, but in that one rare instance, I can say they had another offer on the table. It was five times what I had offered. I fucking get it. And it's glee. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there was no offer for this other song at all. Like, uh, none at all. And it would have been an amazing opportunity for them. It would have been in the trailer. In the, I know it's the movie hard and, to uh, see that sometimes, but you know, Jesus. I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, look, and again, like the excuse was like, you know, my art and my other fucking thing. And I was like, bro, you would have gotten paid, like, and the exposure behind it, like, fuck. Um, but yeah, didn't didn't shake out, and uh, wow, it's been a crazy day. It's been a fuck a real crazy day. Um, but no, hey, enough of the, about those shenanigans. Oh yeah, the movie's gonna be great. And this, look, this has happened before. Uh, the problem is, is you get you know you you do these rough cuts of movies, and your editor will slot in songs throughout. If you have, if you have a good editor who is musically inclined to match up, you know, great songs with with the cuts. And the problem is, you you watch these cuts ninety fucking times, then you hear these songs over and over, and you get married to it. Where you're like, all right, cool. The audience will never know at the end of the day when they watch the movie, but I will. You know, I'll yeah. never forget that. Same, oh, yeah. same with Fifty K and a Call Girl. Movie t- turned out a fucking incredible. The soundtrack for Fifty K and a Call Girl is incredible. Awesome. And, but I'll still think of fun of like, dude, that that you know that Tonight song should have been right here in this moment mm. when I see the trailer. I'm still like, fuck it. This yeah, been yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but it's played out now. So fuck it. Yeah, I, I look back at that and the art because our movie didn't come out for two years later. Yeah, because it was so it, it would have been yeah. It's one hundred and like eighty four hours of footage to condense into a ninety minute movie, and fuck man, that took me. That was the longest edit of my my life. Uh, looking back on it now. If that was the trailer and the other thing, that people would have been like, all right, great. How original. Yeah. Tonight, oh, tonight. Tonight by fun. Yeah. Exactly. I saw it in that fucking hamster mm-hmm. in a car commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so played. They played themselves. Yeah. So it worked out in the end, but uh, this, this one, though, God, this one's going to bother me. Shit like this bothers me, too. Because I'm like, I'm like Santa. Like, I've checked that list. I've checked it twice. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to remember who was naughty and nice on that yeah, motherfucker. That's true. And this one is just like, I mean, I was stunned. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see if I'd called, like, Prince's estate, and they were like, no, you can't have little little Red Corvette or something. But, like, an unknown artist from an unknown band that's never had radio play, no nothing, no. And this, you know, it's an independent album that they put out on their own that just, like, been out for a couple of years like i you know fuck i don't think they realize what kind of I, no, again they, i i have to say that do. people a lot of people underestimate 
you guys. Yeah. Drinking bros, um, yeah. our audience, like they Me underestimate and and like Rocco and yeah. I, but but here's what I will say, like I dealt with this this manager before and you know, for they I used one knows. one of his songs for the trailer of Range Fifteen. Oh yeah, the manager was like, Bro, you have to fucking do this. And the the guy was like, No, man, I can't I can't like crazy. Uh, he was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. And I was just like, all right, man. Because you guys talk about some fucked up shit, right? But at the end of the day. movie. Look, the movie's as crazy as, as all of my other films. Um, yeah, but I mean, I th- guess that's a testament to the movie. Like, a song backed out because it was too crazy. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean. They were appalled. I, and, you know, look, I've had... I've had a couple scripts that were appalling to people where, where like actors where were like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm too like pool boy drowning out the fury was one where I had a guy, I had a guy I, de- decently known, you know, I like, you wouldn't know him by his name, but you'd be like, if he popped up, you'd be like, Oh, that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what was he? in? he was in a half baked with Dave Chappelle. He was the Latino guy. Oh yeah. Uh, he played his best friend. He's been mm-hmm. in a bunch of other shit. Um, it's one of you know decent character actor. But I, I, I he was friends with Alana. Yeah, yeah. He was friends with Alana and uh, one of my best friends. She was in the movie, and you know, look, Danny Trejo was in it, and there's a bunch of people in it. And he was just like, he was super offended by the script. I was yeah. just like, that's okay. I, I'm, not, I don't know what you're doing, and I'm not doing this. That's okay, thing. but you have to understand. I do. That. I to- I totally do. And I guess in the end. So do drinking bros. Like you have to understand that. I, like, I, look, I I get it. I, you, I just there's been some calls where what like it is not everybody's gonna get it. It's fine. It's not for everybody. So there's uh there's been some calls where for me personally to do like fucked up shit for like buddies of mine and their movies and stuff like that. I've always fucking done it. I'm just like, eh, great, let's do it. Let's fucking party. Um, but Jabe's. I'm a fucking no holds barred type of guy. Right. You know? Right, uh, right. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. You sure you want to do another one? Yeah. Another line? You uh, sure? Oh, boy. That was about five lines. Snorting Strike Force. Doing some Strike Force lines in here tonight. Let's do it. Let's uh, do let's it. Let's get to the sponsors, shall we? Uh, first and foremost, we've got a uh, little straightrazors.com. Uh, Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your mom at straightrazors.com. <laughs> you're shaving for the first time, running for the door. You're hitting the bus because you're a little shaver. Yeah. <laughs> All of that was really good. Don't tell your mom you use straightrazors.com. Uh, I like She'll that a lot. She'll be mad. She'll be mad you're using a razor like a man. She'll be mad. Don't tell your mom. Yeah. I like that. That's a mm-hmm. sexy slogan. Mm-hmm. You should do that. So every time I do straightrazors.com, uh, so let's let's practice. Okay. Straightrazors.com. Don't tell your mom. Yeah. Yeah. We've They've got the, the finest, smoothest shaving products in the biz. Um, if you want to be sexy for the ladies, but also- for your mom? Don't tell your mom. Oh, oh, sorry, Come sorry. Come on, Jesse. Okay, okay. You had it's one late. line. It's you had late. one okay, line. I, I'm, to sorry. Do. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best, best, best smolder in the biz. The smolder is their aftershave. Uh, it's also the name of their cologne. Whatever that skent is, it's the skent of a of a man. 
And uh, whew, big fan of it. Big, big fan of uh, straightrazors.com. Get yourself a kit. Support the show. Uh, or just try a, bo- a bottle of Smolder. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, next up, we've got ledbyiron.com. Just The slogan should be one more rep. Just, yep. just give me one more rep. Give it to me. Uh, it's functioning fitness apparel. Uh, what what does that mean exactly? It means that it means the shit fits right, dude. When you go and work out, um, you look like a real goddamn man. I'm going to the Dodgers game, by the way. And, you are? Uh, I think so. I think my buddy's got ticks. And um, anywho's, what buddy? You can believe uh, Kanye, Kanye West. Um, you, you son of a bitch. You can believe this. Um, I'm wearing. I'm gonna be wearing because it's it's a it's a it's a good neutral color between the Dodgers and the Cubs. Oh, so you don't have to. I'm going to uh, be wearing that that blue because I'm going to be rooting for the Cubs. I'm going to be rooting for the Cubs, but I'm going to be wearing lead by iron um, at the at the game. I can right. tell you that much. Um, Sweet. Yeah, because uh, I don't I, look. I, I'm not. I've never been a, a huge Dodgers fan. Like I don't know anyone who. No, nah, the fan the the fans are weird, man. It's they're they're a like fickle the, fan base. Yeah. So it, when I wear a leadbyiron.com shirt, at least it's like all right, cool. Uh, people think I'm supporting, you know, uh, man, maybe, maybe either team never know. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah, it's the Dodgers. Yeah. Maybe it's the Cubs. It's a nice, cause they got this blue one. Um, that, that LBI shirt that I'm a big fan of. And they'll be like, ah, oh, eh, what, what's he, what's he wearing? What's he, what's he doing? Yeah. And they'll leave and they you alone. Know. Yeah. Yeah. They'll leave me alone. Cause I got fucking accosted one time at a goddamn Dodgers game for, for the Braves. Um, I was Braves isn't even a Dodgers like. Rival at Rival. all. No, but you go there and it used to be fucking prisoners at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Um, so I went to an interleague uh, game there, Yankees, Dodgers. Oh, you know, yeah. like every once yeah, in a while yeah, they'll yeah, play yeah, like yeah. interleague play. And yeah. like it was, uh, it's a little rough. No, no shit, man. The weekend before somebody got stabbed at a Giants. Yes. Because that's yep. their like main rival, right? Yeah. And that one guy got, got almost beat to death mm-hmm. at the, the Giants fan, yeah. I look, fuck. Giants fans are nasty too, man. I got a fist fight at a Giants game up in San Francisco, um, which that doesn't happen that often. But uh, and anywho, I'm you can bet for this Dodgers game. I'm keeping it neutral. Uh, res- Ooh, yeah. Respect and the comfy. respect the gang and comfy and comfy. Uh, so I'm going with the lead by iron shirt. I think I'm going to go with the thin uh, the thin blue line shirt. Oh, okay. Um, they've got thin blue line shirts. They got thin red line shirts. Here's what I love about their company. They're a hundred percent. First responder owned, and uh, dude, they've got the dopest. They've got some of the dopest tees in the in the game and shirts. I mean, uh, and, and hats, and they've got some yeah. tank tops for the ladies. Yes, I just wore um, for my workout today the black um, skull and crossbones. With yeah, the, um, yeah, you did the dumbbells. It's just I don't know what the material is, but it's like amazing. It's, amazing. it's like this like really thin sweater. Yeah. I don't know. Check it out, you guys. Go it's to lead awesome. by yeah. Go to leadbyiron.com. Uh, L e d b y i r o n dot com. Type in the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. And you can tell your mom about that. Yeah, you can. Uh, last but not least, we got strikeforceenergy.com. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, make America grape again. Grape is their new flavor, kids, and it's flying off the fucking shelves. I don't. I, I'd be surprised. I, I heard they were sold out of it at one point. I think they. 
I think they have it back now. Go to go to strikeforceenergy.com and grab some if, if it's still there. Um, that's my favorite kind, but everybody's drinking that shit. They got original lemon. Uh, all, I mean, all of it's good. Orange. And uh, it's better than five hour. You can kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. You don't need Monster. You don't need Red Bull. You don't need any of that bullshit. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a nice little 10-pack of tin pouches that you can just rip open, squeeze it into your drink, and be on about your fucking work day without crashing. Shit has saved my life on numerous occasions in these late-night edits. Uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They have a subscription of the month club. They ship everywhere in the entire world. And they've got a 750 milliliter bottle that just sits on your counter that you can boom, boom, pop a couple squirts and go. And go. You go. Yeah, you go. Um, excited about this NBA season, Jabes. Really am. That's so nice. Really am. I, I was surprised that Michael Jordan is not excited. Jordan's still a dick and I love it. I fucking love every second of it. What did he do now? He said... That there's going to be, because everybody's teaming up with these super teams that LeBron James started, you know, mm-hmm. with the Heat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, now everybody's doing it. Uh, Carmelo Anthony got traded to Oklahoma City. Um, so did Paul George. So they're teaming up with Russell Westbrook. So you got the three of them there. You got the big three, you know, four in fucking Golden State. Dwayne Wade, you know, got bought out of his contract for Chicago. He's playing with LeBron James now in Cleveland again. Uh, they traded Isaiah Thomas, your your boy from the Celtics that you liked last year, to to Cleveland as well. Yeah, uh, the little guy. Yep. The heart of gold. His sister died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave his heart and soul to to the city of Boston. What'd they do to repay him? They traded him two weeks later. To where though? Did to he, Cleveland. Did he want to go? No, no, and he's pissed off Ooh. about it. Yeah, and he was just like, man. I, I mean, he won't. He won't stop talking about it. He's just like that was. Can f- they just trade you? Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's there's only a handful of players that have a no trade clause. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was actually one of them. But you've got to play, you know, like eight or ten years, and then you get this no trade clause. And uh, so they literally can just be like, "This is where pack you're your shit. Yep. moving yeah. your entire family and yep. buying another house. See you later. Take care. Wow. Yeah. So that's what happened to him, and he was devastated over it. He's just like, dude, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I still haven't gotten over it. And uh, yeah. So he's going to be playing with a vengeance this year. I, you know, is Jordan right in saying that there's two great teams? I think there's probably four great teams, five great teams. I would say San Antonio, Cleveland, Golden State, I think is going to win the championship again. And uh, Oklahoma City and Houston, uh, th- those, those would round it out. Uh, Houston got Chris Paul from the Clippers. So it's Chris Paul and James Harden, who is Khloe Kardashian's ex. Oh, oh. the guy with a beard, the big beard. Mm. Um, And he just signed a contract extension for $220 million, which is the richest contract in NBA history. So I think you have those five teams. Uh, Oh, and Boston. Boston got good. I'm sorry. I'm going to say six. I'm going to say Jordan was wrong on this. Uh, Boston got uh, Kyrie Irving from Cleveland, Mm. and they got... uh, Hayward from uh, from Utah. So I'm going to say there's six great teams, but to me, six is enough. Like six is enough for me to keep it sexy where that's enough competition in the NBA because you play so many games and all of them are going to be playing different people. 
Like I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with watching those those six. So I kind of I disagree with Jordan on that, but I, I love the fact that he's he's probably saying it from a mindset of like, dude, if I were out there, I'd kill all you guys. So like right. fuck off. And uh, they asked him too, which I love. The, uh, this one reporter had the balls to ask him afterwards. They were like, hey. Do you have any aspirations to coach? Like, why, why don't you just coach? You know, you know so much about the game. And he goes, no, no, I could never do that. And they were like, oh, really? Why? And he goes, uh, he goes, I know how much I dedicated to the game. And it was my entire life and my work ethic and everything. And he goes, uh, with the players today, they don't treat the game the same way as I did. And they're not as dedicated as I am. And he goes, in, in, in a huddle, if I'm talking to a team and I'm seeing they're not playing or practicing like I used to, he goes, I would fucking lose my mind. I would lose my mind. And I was like, whew, still a gangster, dude. Yeah. He's going to die a gangster. Yeah. Just, he's one of those people that's going to, that like they're going to bury him. There's going to be this huge ceremony. And then right as everybody's about to leave, a hand comes out of the grave with a basketball in it. And he's just yeah. like, nope, nope. I got one more. I got one more shot in me. Just give me one more fucking shot. That's so weird that uh, you say that. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. It's totally off topic. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fire away. I just saw this. Uh, I was at the grocery store and I saw uh, Rolling Stone with Tom Petty mm-hmm. on the cover. And it was so weird. There's some, there's certain people that when they die or whatever, you're like, no, like he's not. Like, it doesn't it seem like if you thought hard enough, like I was thinking about like when he was in a coma or something like that, you know, or, or no brain activity or in the hospital, didn't it seem like he's Tom Petty. so, yeah, like he's so like Tom Petty, like you're gonna, you, you're gonna you come make it back, out of this? Yeah. you come back to life almost like you don't really die. Right. Like. He he's one of those people where I because I saw Seems like they could I, I just saw like that Rolling Stone I saw that Rolling Stone and when I pa- when I passed it personally I thought I, like I'd forgot and I was like oh Tom Petty's on the cover he's yeah. probably got a new album coming out and I was yeah. just like it took a double take to be mm-hmm. like oh fuck that's right he died like um, and even though it's so fresh and I fucking love his shit like I still it's still kind of hard to believe you're like ah oh, Tom Petty really like. Uh, for some reason, like Prince and Michael Jackson and shit like that, like I was shocked, but I wasn't like, you know, I was like, well, it sucked. And it was like, yep. Like, I don't know. For some strange reason, I expected it with them with Tom Petty. I didn't, I thought Tom Petty would live to be like 90 and then just die peacefully. Like, like, jo- like Neil Johnny Young Cash, it, or, dude. Yeah. Like Neil Young, it. Neil where Young it's like or Johnny Cash, or, you're you know. still bopping around. You're not really touring. You're not making music, but you're you're around. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. Like, I I I I wonder if that's or it's a feeling that you have when people die, of just like you you can just come. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, so forceful and 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 Jordan, right? It would be like, no. Jordan doesn't I, die, right? No, yeah, I, I think He doesn't die. Like there's too much energy. He's one of those guys I think is like a late 80s guy where it's he'll be in, like live till his like late 80s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and then he'll just quietly pass away. Um whereas Tom Petty seemed abrupt where it was just like, whoa, that that came out of nowhere. 
But uh, yeah, with MJ, I, I think he's a late 80s. Like he'll go on till, till, mm. till his late 80s and then, then quietly pass away of like, he died of natural causes in his sleep, you know? Yeah. Whereas yours is obviously going to be hand gliding. Me? Yeah. At what age? 40, 43. <laughs> oh my God. I don't. I no, don't necessarily want to be old, but really, Mm-mm. not like super old. What what's what's your target age? What are you what are you hoping for? I don't think I want to go past seventy five. Okay, I get it. I mean, eighty. It depends on what like new things have. I mean, there's like I mean, let's say just Christy Brinkley or these like sixty year olds that you're like, God damn, yeah. Like 80 is not going to be the same, but then I also see like older people and I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that (laughs) to anyone. Yeah. I I, I don't know. So for me, man, I feel like my mind is going now. Like I've, I've maybe used too much of it. Right. Maybe just pushed it too hard creatively. And I feel like my mind's going already and it's like, shit. If you don't know where you are and all that other shit, like what's the use of living? So I, I don't know. We're just like hurting all the time and not being able to hear people. And, you know, once people stop like wanting to hang out with you and feel like they have to hang out with you also, you know what I mean? Like yeah. to be nice. Sure. I don't want that shit. Sure. Yeah. I, like when I, I can't fucking like party and be fun, like be fun at a party. Mm-mm. I need a. I want to do it. I, I yeah. I think for me, per, I need a. I, I need a solid week off at the end of the year where it's just like, hey, it's time to recharge the shit. Mm. Um, or else I, I like I won't make it till to fifty. Like I just won't make it. Right. Like, mentally, it's just yeah. Um, but I, I'd really like to hold it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just uh, board up, board up the place, throw some petty on. Um, really. <laughs> and bring him back to life. Doesn't it seem like that's what I meant by that comment? It didn't even mean uh, to come out. I'm with you. I was just like, whoa, but doesn't it feel like if you, like, that was the first time that I ever thought, like, maybe you can resurrect people. Like, maybe you can, like, bring up spirits. Like, I never think that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was so, he just seems so, like, right there. No, and maybe because it just happened, but they seem their death is so close that it almost feels like them living. It's yeah. just right there. Yeah. You just grabbed it, but he's not. I know, but, but whatever. Yes. That's what I meant by that. Um, once times pass, it'll be like no. If you, oh, get, you uh, so, since we're on that subject, fuck it. Um, it's super late. Who gives a shit? <laughs> What's um? I'm sorry. If you could bring one no, rock star can... back, who would it be? <laughs> I mean, right now it would be petty. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time, if mm-hmm. I could bring one back. Um, probably Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Still alive. Oh, is he? Still alive, oh, I beg to differ. Uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a tough one. I, I saw this. This, is, this was like a this was like a know. fucking BuzzFeed thing the other day where it was floating around on Facebook when I saw it and I was like, if you could pick one of these rock stars, and it was like Freddie Mercury was on there, Hendrix. Um, Greg Allman, Bowie, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. There was a you know a, a Janis Joplin. There was a laundry list of them, and mm. uh, mine 
I, 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 mine's a toss up between Bowie and uh, Prince. Yeah, I mean, you were definitely <laughs> very affected by those two. Um, I guess in the same way, like I'm, I'm gonna say Petty. I know that it, like, it's like, oh, well, not him. But I've really never been that affected by rock stars dying. They right, either right. like died at a time when they should have, or I never really. Imp- they weren't. They didn't really imprint on me. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like for some reason, Petty. And I didn't even listen to him all the time or anything like that. It's just like the the times in my life that Petty was either playing or memories have been printed on it. Like that he to me, it's like the most it's affected me more than anyone. Gotcha. Mine uh, with Bowie. I, I, I think and look, I, you never know how you're going to go out or when you're going to go out, obviously. But um, with Bowie, the fact that he creatively kept working until the very bitter bitter end uh is i that's how i hope i go out i guess right um but you can't decide that uh the fact that you know he was putting the finishing touches on the album i mean he had an album come out yeah two days after he died with a full fucking 15 minute video like after yeah. having cancer and all that it's shit. Like crazy. It was insane. And it was great. That album was great. It was so wonderfully weird. And it was like, it, look, if you go back and watch the video, the Black Star video, which is his last one, it, it was about his death. Like he made a video about his own death. And that was his last video. And you were like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Fucking crazy. champion, dude. Like that, that's the greatest. That's the greatest. Prince, on the other hand, um, you know, I've talked about, you know, seeing him live a bunch of times and, uh, he's one of those people though, that you never know what he could have gone on to create in the next yeah 30 years or, yeah. or, you know, let's say he lived into his eighties or whatever. Like you never know what he could have created. He also could have created nothing. So I don't know. I would probably gun to my head have to say Bowie. Um, I might bring Michael Jackson back just to be like, you, I want you to know that you suck. <laughs> and I'll bring all of the people that have been God, messaging it's me. so crazy. All, both of them? Both all of them two, who have messaged All two me. of my crew, all two of my fuck you Michael Jackson crew will come with me. Right. And uh, we'll just be like, we just want you to know. Yeah. We're the ones. We're the ones that think you're like so overrated. Yeah, I, I bye, oh, and then boy. we'll like we'll let him die again. I mean, it's insane to even say that out loud. Um, it's not insane. No, it is. It absolutely is. Um, I, I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy because Michael Jackson was brilliant, but um, him as a person, like I give a fuck about. But I still wouldn't want to bring him back. Like I, I, I think, I think they were better. I think they were, you know, I think Prince was better. I think Bowie was better. There's a there's a video out there on YouTube. If you if you go to YouTube and just type in Michael Jackson and Prince on the same stage at the same time, there's this fucking weird ass video, man, um, of of James Brown. James Brown used to host this like look like a variety show. What's up with that? Yeah, it's exactly what's up with that. I think that's what they're making fun of. I think so too, but like I never had the answer. And if you go back and watch this video where James Brown's on stage and he's like, hey. I'm going to call some people on the stage. Come on, do something. 
And that that was what he said. It was like, come up and do something. Shimon. And you were like, shit. I guess you got to come up and do something. So he calls up Michael Jackson first. He goes, Michael Jackson, come on up on stage, do something. And, my, you know, people are clapping. It's just... You know, right. Michael Jackson, you know, I waves do everybody. something, yeah. do something. Yeah, exactly. So he gets up and sings and, you know, does a little dance and fucking uh, gets off stage. People applaud, you know, they go bug fuck, whatever. And, uh, and then, you know, James Brown goes, looks out in the crowd. He goes, Prince, where's Prince at? Prince, get up on stage. Prince is just like, yeah, Prince even took a moment too. Of like, oh shit! Man. Is the camera on me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. This All isn't right. my fucking uh, jam. But I mean, I'll I, do it. I guess, but like, yeah, fuck it. And then so he struts up there, little sexy motherfucker. Um, he takes his goddamn shirt off on stage. Um, I mean, that that was his first inclination when he got up on stage. Was hey, I'm gonna rip my shit off. Sure. I'm gonna rip my shit off and go bare chested. And uh, he looks back and he goes, hey, can I use? Can I use your guitar? So the guy's like, yeah. So, so he, he takes the electric guitar off this guy and just... She starts shredding. Shredding in the guitar. And then he's dancing. And then he does the, sp- he does the splits. He does the full splits on stage. The crowd is losing their mind. And there's a, there's a lamp, like a lantern on the uh, stage right. And... Uh, it looks like an old like lan- lantern in Harlem, you know, like like a street lamp in Harlem, mm-hmm. but like from the olden days, you know. Sure. And it was a pro- it was a prop, and it wasn't it wasn't like nailed into the stage. Oh boy! So Prince, after he does the split, he gets up and he runs and he fucking jumps on top of this lantern, and he grabs the pole and he goes he swings out of the audience I and mean, it just goes over. Like it's not bolted down or anything, so he goes out and fucking falls right into the crowd, and the the feed cuts there. So oh. you don't know what happened to Prince, but the whole oh. the whole shit was such a boss move all the way around. Oh my god! And the way they cut it, like whoever was running the broadcast or whatever, it was just like, yo, man. Prince did the goddamn thing. I mean, and tore the stage down. Where you were like, "Whoa, uh, yeah." And uh, I, I had heard a rumor because everybody, look, everybody's got a Prince rumor. Like years later, and uh, and somebody they they used to ask him Prince in interviews all the time, like, "Hey, who who is better, you or, or Michael Jackson?" And uh, like that, that was just every interview he's ever done in his mm-hmm. life, like. Who was the guy? Because they both came out at the same time, sure. both danced, both sang, the whole shit. And um, and the rumor is that he looked at this reporter like um, afterwards and was just like, "Why don't you check the fucking tape Ooh. from that night?" And uh, so this guy, this reporter, told the story whether it was true or not or whatever. Check the tape, um, and that's how this tape resurfaced. And it was uh, I watched it and I was like, "Holy shit!" And it's super like grainy VCR quality, but like. It's awesome, and you're like, oh my god! If this was in like 4K, and this clip was out now, oh. people's heads would fucking explode. That's how incredible it was. And when he when he tears down this lamp, this street lamp. Oh god! Because <laughs> Prince, so Prince is a little man. Well, I, I I think that he was gonna swing around it. Oh oh oh! You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, land yeah, yeah. back on stage into like a dance move. But like, because he went high up on this thing, mm. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
It just went out into the audience. Like, if you're an audience member too, you had to be looking up at the stage, being like, "Man, that's Prince coming at me." But it's also a street lamp, like a gigantic right. street lamp. What the fuck do we do? And I'd love, I'd love to know the answer to that. Of like, what what happened? Did, like, did Prince fall out in the crowd? Did somebody catch him? Did the lamp bust on somebody? The street lamp? Like, what happened? Uh, right. Don't have the answer to that. But you can check the tape. Prince Prince owned Michael Jackson that night. As Prince was like, "Fuck it, I can play an instrument. I can play guitar. Like I'm I'm the best there is." And it was incredible, just fucking incredible. Uh, big fan, big big fan. You know, I'm not a big fan of Japes. What? Uh, it was some woman today. Some fucking. Uh, I mean, this is where we are now. After the Harvey Weinstein thing and everything. They're gonna re- they're gonna report every last stupid fucking thing on the face of the planet. Um, this barstool barstool sports. Who I'm, I'm look, I'm a fan of. I don't I hate their podcast, but uh, the rest of their their content is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They've got a dope Instagram, and it's like sports and like some other fun fun shit. But they've always got to me at least like the coolest newest internet clips and things like that, and like hidden gems and sports you know, plays and things like that. And they have parties. They have a podcast. They have uh they have parties at college campuses. They were there at the at the Ohio State game. Um and they, they roll they have a podcast company oh, that really? puts out a bunch of different podcasts. Why why do they all suck? Um <laughs> no I, it's crazy. I know but... but uh Michael Rappaport does shit for them all the mm-hmm. time. Um and they have an application that they make people sign of like hey you can't work here if you're going to be offended by, you know, uh, sex jokes, you know, fucking racist jokes, like, like a whole laundry list mm-hmm. of, of all like the non PC things, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, dude, we want you to sign this because we don't want to get sued for this or whatever. And this, this chick was just like, I have never, I have fucking never. So she posted the, her application online and she was like, they asked me to sign this and this is so fucked. And this is I've never been able to ask size something like this. In my life. I was like, yo, do you know what Barstool Sports is? Like that it's equal opportunity. They're making fun of everything across the board. And, but also uh, move on. It's your application. Move on. You don't want the fucking job? Move on. Bye. But she's like, I posted it, so nobody else gonna have to go through the fucking and I was just like, oh, shut boy. the fuck up, man. And this is where we are now as a society. Yes. And every single one of these goddamn things is now going to pop up. Mm-hmm. And it, dude, at Barstool, you're protecting yourself where it's like, hey, man, the content we put out is like, you know, somebody getting punched in the balls or like a girl ripping a dip out of somebody else's mouth and then re-dipping it. Like, oh. um, like yeah. Like I mean, that's gross. It's but gross, but I like that's their content. Like, I don't choose to work there. You know what? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like taking a job at the National Enquirer and saying, Oh gosh, everything is the news isn't real. They're just making this up. They've mm. never even seen Bigfoot. Mm. They've never even seen it, and they want me to say that I've seen Bigfoot. Uh, and how are you so surprised by this? Like, do you not know what job you're going in for? And this girl, this, is just, it has nothing. It's like so not the same because she has a choice. Yeah, and so these people that are coming out are like people that were like cornered. And like, you know, bad shit happened to them against their, you know, without their consent. So right. if you're going to go around and consent to 
get you know being interviewed trying to get this job right. getting the application like that's completely not the same thing yeah yeah I, look, no one's forcing you to do anything I, look i and i agree and it's it's, it's uh it's, it's it's fucked and this is but this is what's going to happen now with everything and it's like barstool's cool their content is cool i enjoy their shit and this is what they do and if you don't know that going in like fuck off and and for this girl and she was like i've in all of my time in journalism, I've never seen anything like this. This chick looks like she's 24. It's like, oh, like well, she's some fucking hardened Barbara mm-hmm. Walters, you know. Oh, my God. I've never seen what writing for your fucking school paper at Vassar. You never saw this like fuck off. Um, and the more and more this shit keeps happening, it's going to it's going to destroy art, in my opinion. The more everything becomes PC like this, it's going to destroy art. And I don't know what you're thinking. You're like, dude, bar, well, how would you call barstool sports art? I, I, everything is is an artistic expression. Like this is what they do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for every single last PC thing to come out of like, oh god, I'm afraid my feelings might get hurt, or I'm in a safe space of this, then it's going to deaden this because I guarantee you, barstool's fucking legal department now. He's going to go back and change his contract and their HR team is going to sit down with them and have a fucking meeting because this is what happens at all of these companies and say, hey, guys, so the heat's been on us now. Like you mm-hmm. you can't talk about tits or, t- you know, videos with tits or whatever. And it's then it's going to deaden the rest of this shit like old row. I like I like uh, old row a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, TFM total total frat move. Oh, cool. yeah, like because yeah. uh, then this shit's going to keep going on down the line and it's like fuck you're gonna make everything so un pc that it's gonna become boring and then you're gonna be like where, where the fuck do i go um right. you know and i guess it'll, it'll be us left but that's that's <laughs> jesus christ yeah because i don't care about offending people no neither do i and it's you know re- reading this i'm like god damn it man uh, only because this is why because you can just turn it off you can press pause, you can unsubscribe, you can yeah. delete, you cannot listen to. Therefore, I can say whatever I want. Ross yeah. can say whatever he wants because we're not holding you against your will and forcing you to listen to this. Um, we're not just popping up on the TV with a fucking tit on the news. Like, yeah. it's it's not something, it's definitely something that you can avoid. Therefore, we can say whatever we want. So barstool, it's definitely something that you can not see, not look at, not search for. Yeah. Therefore. Not apply for a fucking job there. Don't apply for it. There, yeah. there is a way that you can not, ha- you know, like not be handed this application. Don't apply for a job there. That'd be like if I, if, if I told my agent to send in a fucking resume to, to, to write for Lena Dunham's show like and then for, you were just right like, for girls and then i showed up and i was like oh my god i did not think this was going to be about they feminism asked me if it was this if shit they asked me they told me that i had to be okay with nudity yeah. they told me that i had to can you believe this it's like bye you can go bye just move on yeah it's uh, uh yeah. and that's my thing with all of this other stuff that's coming out too like if you can move on move on move on if you can, move on. If you can't, I understand. Get it out there. Do what you have to do to like make it right with yourself. But really, if you can, 
let's you you got to move on you got to move forward because it's not going to I don't think that helps anybody. No. No. You know personally. No. Um and, I don't and if you thought it would, if you thought it would help somebody, you would have come out earlier. And that would have really fucking helped people, but yeah. now that everyone else is coming out, it's not helping anybody. No. And it's just it's uh Now it's just like a a little fucking get together. I know. Of people talking. <laughs> it could have helped someone. Cuz you look, you notice a long time ago. You notice over the past 2 weeks the Hollywood shit is steamrolled into everybody else uh, you know, the Amazon had an Amazon guy got fired. Um now all these actors everything else like and that's going to keep this is going to keep going for just, a while. Uh so And now I don't know. all these people are coming out and I think it's so brave and it's not. It's not brave. It's not actually brave. It's okay. Yeah. And do what you have it's to fine. do. It would have been brave if you did it at the time. Mm. That's when it would have been brave. That's when it would have been brave because then it could have helped it happening. That's the thing is you have to stop it so that it doesn't happen to other people and that's that's the really brave thing. Right. That's the thing that's like, hell yeah. Not, he's already fucking going down. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. I actually don't need to hear your story. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry it happened to you, and I know it did. Yeah. Whatever. But, well, I don't want to keep talking about it. But, but, uh, but I will, you're not I will, helping anyone. I will say this. In, in Barstool, with the case of Barstool today, it was mixed online. Like, you know, usually everybody's all in on something, but uh, it was 50-50 today on Twitter and that where it was just like, Hey, look, man, this, this is fucking bars. Like this is what they do. What so it's like, always been. Yeah. Again, it'd be like applying for Howard Stern and being offended where you're just like, well, don't apply hey, for jobs yeah, that you don't, don't do any background do yeah. check on. So fuck that girl. Uh, who gives a shit? Um, and with that, we're going to get to the revolutionary figure of the day. And, I, and I'm actually going to give it to Dave Port- Portnoy. Um, that's who I'm giving it to. He Who's created that? barstool sports. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, he's your ultimate frat star. Like if you look at him, you're like, of course, like, I'm gonna show you a picture. Of course that guy created. Oh my God. He fucking still pledging. Yeah. He's, he looks like his, his photo online. If you just, just do a Google search of Barstool Sports, who, who invented Barstool Sports or created it. There's going to be a picture that pops up of Dave Portnoy, um, from Milton, Massachusetts. Um, and it looks like he is like a fifth year senior, like posing for his composite picture that's going up where he's just like, yeah, I've, he's got this look of like, yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> like that's the look right. he has on his face. And, uh, look good for them for not backing down to this stupid shit today. So, um, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. And, uh, yeah, look, Jabes, I hope you weren't offended by me tonight. Well, I, again, I can tune you out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my choice. And no, it is. It is. You that's know? your truth. You're living your truth. Is what I you're doing. metaphorically just press pause. You're living your truth. My my truth though is that I will never be able to get over your your anti Michael Jackson thing of like no no part it's of okay. you no part of you doesn't think he was like a genius. It's really brave of you to come out and tell me that I. I'm hurting your feelings with that. No, you're not hurting it's my really feelings. It's really brave of I'm, you. I'm then ju- fucking I'm, who cares? I'm trying to understand how you don't, don't see the genius like, in Michael Jackson. I just don't see it. When a song of his comes on, I don't go, yeah, let's Man. do it. I just, it doesn't do anything for me. So his, Like, I'm not like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So his his you know ninety number no. one hit singles Mm-mm. just don't do anything Mm-mm. for you. Maybe, maybe if it catches me at the right time, 
the Free Willy soundtrack song. Hold me mm-hmm. like the river's But just the beginning. Like, like just the beginning part. Right, right. Um, uh, what about Thriller? Mm-mm. Come on, have you seen the video? Yes, were a, I've seen the video. I'm not when you fucking were a, retarded. When you were a kid, it, it, like, that wasn't amazing to you? I mean, I, wa- I, mean, I watched it a couple of times. I liked it. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, that song is fucking dope. Like, here, I, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I just uh, I can't do it anymore. I need another line. Of, I, I need another line of Strike Force. See that it's genius, but it doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. All right, all right, James. Not once would I There's, put on a Michael Jackson album and just get loose. And just beat it. Um, no. I but there, look. There's artists that I like that I'm like ah. I can respect that they're a genius. I just don't. I just don't like them. Like I just don't like their music. Genius? What? I mean, why? I mean, because he com- can dance good and sing. He wrote like I mean, for did that, he? Yeah, for did that he? many songs, like shit. Did he write it though? Yeah, he write him. Mm. He's fucking Michael just Jackson, dude. Just him. I don't. You know, I don't know that answer actually. Yeah, I don't know. I think he has a team. I think he has a lot of people. Boy. He's always had, he's always had a lot this of people is, around I, him. He's weird as shit. His family's weird as shit. Yeah, I don't think he's crazy. a genius. That's crazy. Okay, it's crazy. James. I think he can fucking sing and he can dance and you know, whatever. He's good. A lot of people are good. I guess. I guess. Um, he. Do, I don't ever want. I do not want to listen to one of his songs. If you gave me the choice to listen to one or not, <laughs> I would choose to not every single time. I'll never get over but this. But this if it comes on, fine, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. like demand that the people, you know, throw in the party turn off Michael Jackson. Have you have you have you been to a party where Michael Jackson's come on? People go fucking nuts to this day. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit. Yeah. I mean people go bug yeah. Nuts over Michael Jackson. Like when it comes on, you're like, all right, great. Fuck, let's rage. Let's mm, do this. I, d- I haven't seen that kind of reaction. Oh boy. It's been on the ba- It's been in the background. I, I can't. I can't. It's I can't been in do the background. With you. The, 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 in the background of life. We're going to end this show. It, is, it has not been in the back. Michael Jackson has been in, in the <laughs> front of your life for fucking years. He's been in the front of oh. our parents' lives for years. Like that motherfucker will live forever. Oh. You know, um, did and I'm I, not even the biggest. Did like, I tell you the story of his brother coming into the restaurant that I worked at which when brother? he died? Um, oh my gosh! Was it Tito? No, it was. It was like a really not well known one. It was in Pasadena. Uh, Jesse, they had a group called the Jackson Five. Yeah, who was um, it? No, but I'm saying all of their brothers are, are like. Are pretty much fucking known. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the Jackson fucking five, Jabes. Let's see. Let's see. Are you looking up pictures of of who they? Who it was? Yeah. Anyways. Marlon. Uh, no. Tito. No. Jermaine. No. Fuck. What? It was like the long lost. One. Oh my god. Was he you in the know. band even? You don't even know who they are. What was his name? He would come in all the time. And he was like a Jackson, but like no one Oh boy. Come on, man. Like now I have to. Now I have to. No. 
So we're gonna we're gonna listen to you like try to <laughs> listen to me try to figure this the internet looking for Michael. Randy Jackson. No. Nope. Jermaine Jackson. Was it Tito? Jackie Jackson, Tito Jackson, and Marlon Jackson. Those are the Jackson five. So if none of them ring a bell. It was either I think it was Jackie. Boy, ja- Jackie Jackson? No, maybe it was a cousin. Come on, I, <laughs> there's gonna... one, there's Brandon Jackson, but there's no picture. <laughs> Brandon Jackson's an actor. I can't, I can't. We're gonna cut this. We're gonna go ahead and kill this. Is it's it's probably just a black guy that you've mistaken no, for a Jackson, a Jackson brother. No, it was a Jackson. It was a Jackson cousin, maybe. No, I, don't know. <laughs> I can't even go down this road. That oh, was the day that he died, and one black guy walked into your restaurant. No, he always used to come in and say he was like a Jackson. Jackson. Come on, man. A Jackson. What does that mean? Cousin? Something like that. A Jackson. I'm A Jackson. No, but like related. Related. This is fucking chaos, James. And I'm not putting up with it anymore. (laughs) Uh, We're we're getting out of here. This is fucking nuts, man. (laughs) Absolutely nuts. <laughs> okay, bye. For, for, for Jesse Jackson, I am Ross, Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Tonight, Good night.